0: My entitled father kicks me out of the house the second I turn 18 and destroys all of my childhood possessions. And I honestly could not be more upset. Here's what happened. So I'm the youngest of six kids. My parents always made it clear that when I turn 18, you're out of the house, whether you're off to university, moving, or just homeless. They don't care where you're going, but you are out of their house. They did this to all of my siblings. And what do you know? None of them want a relationship with them. I was 16 when I was the last one. So it was just me and them since five children from the ages of 54 to 18 didn't want any relationship with the parents they tried a little harder on me by that i mean i was allowed to eat three meals a day if i wanted to but i had to do the meal planning as well as the shopping and the cooking my dad ate oatmeal in the morning and granola at night and my mother ate one meal a day at eight o'clock in the evening and only made food for herself i was able to get new shoes once a year instead of waiting till my toes and heels were showing just little things like that which were much different than my siblings but I guess old habits die hard because when I turned 18 and went off to university they couldn't get my stuff out of there fast enough. They basically tried to push me to take every single possession and shove it into a dorm room not just clothing or books but my actual futon bed and yes as a side note I didn't get a real bed until I went to university. They also pushed my photos on me as well as anything and everything they could find that was labeled as mine. Of course that wasn't going to work and I told them so. They said, okay, box it all up. So I did and I put it in their storage unit. Within one month, they had taken down the walls of my bedroom to make their living room a massive space. So on holidays, I could choose to sleep on one couch where my dad would wake me up at four in the morning. Or I could beg a friend for a place to crash. I spent most of my free time at my friend's house because of this. I just felt they hated me being there and I really did not feel welcome. Finally, I graduated and my parents split up. I helped them move out and my boxes were moved to my dad's house when my grandparents passed he basically stole all of their money none of the grandkids got a dime or a single memento which i know for a fact my grandparents would not have been happy about and in the end my dad got four to five million dollars so he bought a flashy car and a giant house at this point i had eight small boxes of stuff it took up no space at all in his place we're talking tiny tiny boxes but one day he sent me a text message and asked me if i want anything from my boxes i I've recently moved to the other side of the country and he had years to approach this subject but never brought it up. But instead of talking about this sooner, he waited until I was a thousand miles away after I just helped him move to then ask if I could get rid of any of my boxes. I asked him to just pop them open and we'll FaceTime and spend 20 minutes talking about it. So we get that started and to my absolute shock, none of the things that I wanted were available for me to get. I'm talking baby photos, personal items, clothing, nothing that I asked for was available. In these boxes, He straight up tells me that I wouldn't even want any of that stuff since a lot of it was over a decade old and that he put it on the curb for the garbage men to take care of. These were all incredibly sentimental items in my life. We're talking baby photos all the way up until I was a teenager. There were letters from my grandparents and Christmas presents from my grandfather. There were special items, very sentimental things that were just taken away from me. And worst of all, he obviously tossed all of this before asking me if I wanted it. He only asked me if I wanted these items as a formality because he felt guilty that he had already done it and expected that I would say that I didn't want it. He hates possessions. He has absolutely nothing in his house but a desk, a futon, a bookshelf, a computer, and a camera. I feel so stupid thinking that I could trust this man with any of my stuff after he said that when I moved he would take care of it. And now I wish I could go back and make room in my moving van for when I moved a thousand miles away from my father. This is a lesson I've learned the hard way, but never again will I trust that man with anything that is valuable to me. The parents in this story are so unbelievably toxic. Like, they treated their kids like garbage all the way up until they were 18 years old. And even then, they treated them like absolute strangers in their own household. Like, if you hate kids that much, why have six of them? Like, that's so ridiculous. Just do yourself and everybody else a favor and don't have any if you feel that way. I mean, you would probably pick up really quickly after the first one if you even wanted to have five more. And it's really terrible that the original poster lost all this sentimental stuff to this terrible father. That man is a very toxic individual, and I can see why he got divorced, as well as why nobody wants anything to do with him. He is clearly a miserable human being with millions of dollars, and I think that's just added proof that money really doesn't buy happiness. So while it really is terrible that the original poster lost all of their family photos and everything personal to them, they can at least say that they have officially moved on from this terrible father. Because that man just straight up sucked, and hopefully he never has to deal with that guy ever again. My boyfriend has a crush on a co-worker and it's really making me doubt myself and I'm not sure what to do. So my boyfriend of around 5 years recently revealed to me that he has a crush on his co-worker. They both work in the same store and have many similar interests. I am not sure how old she is, probably in her early 20s and they have worked together for about a year. Nothing physical or romantic has happened and she likely doesn't even know about these feelings. At first, I was just grateful that he told me since I definitely suspected there might be some feelings there. He brought it up casually, and we both laughed about it. I was glad we were open about that sort of thing, as everyone does have crushes, even in relationships. And I thought that being open about it was a great way to address these feelings. He said that it would be very difficult to try and shake these feelings, but he is just acting normal around her for now. He mentioned he develops crushes on women very easily, and then finds it very difficult to just pursue a normal friendship. We talked about it a bit more the next day, and since then, I I've been really having a hard time emotionally. In the past, when we've talked casually about an open relationship, he has been very opposed to it, and I've agreed that it's not for us. Recently, though, he seemed a lot more open to the idea, mentioning that we have different interests and hinting that it could be a possibility with the two of us sticking together and figuring it all out together. This talk made me suddenly and extremely self-conscious. It has been hard to relax around him. All I can think about is how the other woman he sees are probably prettier. They are always on. On since they are working together and don't have the same issues that I do. I have discussed marriage and kids with this man, overlooking our differences and interests because he is kind and we love each other a lot. But now I am full of doubt. How could he have such strong feelings for someone and pivot so easily and quickly to an open relationship if he saw me as someone he would want to be with forever? If he develops these feelings so quickly and strongly for every woman he meets, what would our future look like together? I have been been feeling him pull away over time and though I'm sure he does not want to break up, I'm at a loss for how to handle this crush, these insecurities and these doubts. I've been with this man for five years. We have two pets together, we share a living space and our lives are intertwined in almost every single way. What should I do? This is a messy one because it's really just not fair for you. Sure, you can develop a crush on a co-worker, but if you're a loyal boyfriend, you'll be like, wait a second, no thank you, I'm already with somebody. Like it It does not take that much energy to flip off that switch and say, actually, no, I'm off the market. This guy is very clearly entertaining the thought of getting with this other woman. So he's trying to propose some kind of open relationship, which in my opinion is just cheating with extra steps. He's trying to be like, oh, let's have an open relationship. It's fine, right? No, in my opinion, it's not fine. You have clearly said that you do not want that and that's not in your best interest. So for him to propose something like that is a big red flag for me personally. And it really sucks because it's all at your expense. Like what what kind of boyfriend would act like that? And don't get me wrong, when you're in a relationship, you can acknowledge how pretty someone actually is and you can just leave it at that. But in my opinion, to go any further than that and to entertain the idea of, hey, maybe I could get with this person as well, is incredibly toxic and is completely counterintuitive to you having a healthy relationship. So in my opinion, this is definitely a discussion you need to have with him. You need to make your feelings very known very quickly because it sounds like he's entertaining some ulterior motives. And if you're not careful, this relationship could really see some serious friction. My online date basically tried to use me for career advice for a job interview at my company, and I couldn't be more upset. So I matched with my date on Bumble, and the chat was really good. She saw on my profile that I'm a game developer, and she said that was cool, nothing really else about it, and she seemed interested in meeting up. When we met at the station, she looked genuinely terrified as I approached her. So I didn't really go in for a hug, because I didn't feel welcome to do that. I asked her if she was okay, and she said she just has anxiety I was half expecting us to just show up and have some drinks and have a good time, but she explained that she had just come from work and she was starving. She then said that she fancies Asian cuisine, so I said, sure, why not? She chose a restaurant, we sat down, and then she started to give me a sob story about how she had to drive ages to her local station just to get a long train to get here. And I have to be honest, after she told me that, I felt really bad for her and also super awkward. So to try and help out the situation, I offered to pay for her dinner. I offered and she gladly accepted and I didn't mind. So I was trying to get to know her, but she kept shutting me down, saying that she didn't like talking about herself and that she would rather ask me some questions. I just thought to myself, okay, we can do that. So she started asking me some questions and all of the questions that she wanted to ask had to do with the company that I work for. I politely chuckled reminding her that I have NDAs and that I can't answer any questions. She then suddenly revealed that she had a job interview lined up next week and was asking me what they would be looking for with a new hire. I was as polite as I possibly could be, and I could not believe that I was in this kind of situation, but I told her that it's not my department that she's going for, so I can't really give her advice. She then continued to press me about what I'm working on, to which I reminded her, um, I can't tell you. I paid for dinner reluctantly, walked her over to the station, and then she told me that she was having some wisdom teeth removed soon, so she won't be on her phone, which is the most original way. of saying that she's never going to call me again. I then walked home and felt annoyed, so I sent her a message saying something to the effect of, it was nice to meet you, but on reflection, I don't think we are looking for the same thing. I'm on dating apps because I want to meet someone in hopes of blossoming into a relationship, but it felt like you were just looking for career advice as well as insider information and had absolutely no interest in getting to know me. You completely discouraged my efforts to get to know you as well. My best advice for you is to maybe ask for advice from people on LinkedIn and not get guys to take you out on dates just so they can try and get you a job. It's super inappropriate. She then responds back and says, I have anxiety and I found your message very hurtful. I've tried LinkedIn, but nobody ever replies. Sorry you feel that way. And I could not believe how entitled she was acting. Personally, I don't want to mess up her chances of a career at my job, but part of me really wants to speak to the recruitment department and let them know about this incident. What should I do? In my opinion, opinion, if I was in your shoes and someone had just played me to try and get a free meal and also tried to make me break some contractual agreements not to say what I'm working on, I absolutely would go to the recruitment department. That's so unprofessional and I would not want to work with someone like that. And I personally find it hilarious that this person basically said, oh, my wisdom teeth are going to be removed. I can't talk on the phone. That's coded message for I didn't get what I want so I'm never going to talk to you again. Can you imagine having that as a coworker, even if it's in another department? How obnoxious would that that be I mean she legitimately rolled up to this date and said okay break your contracts let's disregard some of those NDAs that you signed if you don't know an NDA stands for non-disclosure agreement and when you sign one of those basically you can't say anything it is a big deal to break an NDA so you have to take those very seriously and this guy could have easily lost his job if he started to spill the beans to this lady he's never met before about the things he's working on as a game developer so yeah I would tell the recruitment department like tomorrow there's no way I would let that slide and honestly that's just super unprofessional. Today I messed up by inviting my fiancé's grandma to our wedding and boy did it not go well. So I'm getting married in two weeks and I tried to do this as a surprise. I met my girlfriend when we were in college around four years ago. She went to college out of state so I never got to know her family much. When we did talk she only ever talked about her parents. She never mentioned any grandparents, aunts, cousins, anyone. I only saw them through old photos and stories. A week later, we had finished the guest list. My girlfriend's family on the list was her parents and a few cousins. I asked if she was sure that this was all the people she wanted to invite, and she shut down the topic and said yes, absolutely. I know that she isn't very close to her extended family. That night, I went on social media and found an old picture of my girlfriend with her grandfather. I know they both loved each other very much, but he passed away a few years ago. I also found her grandma's social media page, and she was someone that she hadn't really mentioned before at all. But she didn't talk about her grandfather a lot because his death was always very upsetting for her. So I thought that this was probably why she didn't invite her to our wedding. She also has very bad social anxiety and would feel guilty over inviting someone she hasn't seen in a while halfway across the country. So I took it upon myself and I invited her grandma. She seemed very surprised but happy. My girlfriend didn't know anything about this until yesterday when her grandma knocked on our door. I had no idea she was going to be arriving. So my girlfriend answered the door and I followed quickly after her. My girlfriend's grandmother hugged her and began rambling about second chances and wanting to help with the wedding. My girlfriend hugged her back and asked how she was related to her. I thought it was an awkward joke and jokingly asked if she didn't recognize her own grandmother. My girlfriend then immediately pushed the woman off of her and pulled me away to talk to me. It turns out she never met her grandmother. I come to find out that my girlfriend's grandmother had a very bad relationship with my My girlfriend's mom and didn't want to be involved in any of my girlfriend's sister's lives while only wanting to stay in my girlfriend's life. It's really crazy stuff. In fact, my girlfriend's family went no contact with this lady when she was only a few months old. When I spoke to her grandmother, she didn't allude to any of this over the text message. In fact, she told me how sad it was having no one around after her husband passed away. She stated that it was hard for her to travel at such an old age. Looking back now, it's now easy to to see that she picked up pretty quickly that I didn't know anything and that she used me to get back in my girlfriend's life. I feel so horrible about this and my girlfriend isn't even talking to me anymore, which I completely understand. But my girlfriend does have a lot of family trauma and we've had issues in the past of her breaking down at family gatherings. It is a very bad cycle and she refuses to talk to me about any of it. I really want to support her and help her heal but she won't even give me the chance. I know that I messed up big time by inviting her grandmother, but I really just want to make things right. What should I do? That is a major mess up. Like, that's horrible. You overstepped the line big time. For me personally, there are family members of mine that I would never invite to my future wedding. There's just no way they're going to be there. So if my fiance decided, oh, let me invite this one relative that's super toxic to our wedding, I would be unbelievably upset. So when it comes to inviting people to your wedding, you definitely got to keep things to your side of the family because there's so many details you simply won't don't know about your significant other's extended family because the last thing you want is for some weird grandmother to roll up at your front door thinking that she's going to be given some second chance to help plan this wedding. So hopefully things get worked out pretty quickly because this is definitely a big mess up and you better hope she doesn't cancel the wedding. My siblings accused me of being selfish because I didn't want to watch their children on vacation. So my parents paid for a great vacation house in Florida for all of us and my aunt. The only person who's been on vacation in years is my oldest sister-in-law, who went to Florida two weeks ago alone. Despite the fact that it was the week of my grandfather's funeral, she went to Florida instead of attending the funeral. They have four children, and I had three out of the four in my care for half the week she was gone. Anytime we've gone to Florida as a family, I always end up watching their kids. My middle brother and his wife have also had to watch these kids before they had a kid of their own. But here's the issue that really comes into play here. The layout of the house that we would be staying at basically has it where there's three bedrooms on the first floor and the second floor has two bedrooms which includes a giant kids room for the older kids where there's bunk beds and an arcade area. Lastly the third floor is a suite room with a kitchenette. I have the two youngest kids three kids in total. The two youngest are babies and to top it all off I also have pulmonary hyperextension and heart failure. So taking steps up and down these stairs really take a toll on my body. Now with all of that in mind here's Where the argument came into play. Last night, everyone informs me I have to stay on the floor with all my kids and all of their children, and I was absolutely not having it. It is dangerous for me, and regardless of the stated expectation, it will result in me being a live in babysitter because myself and my husband are the only adults on that floor. My sister in law then asked me in front of her kids, What is it that you don't like about my kids? Is that why you don't want that floor? At this point, I get super upset. Especially since her children are standing right there. Her comment was just meant to gaslight me and to try and manipulate me. So I get upset and my husband and I just leave. Later, I send them a text message and I said that they don't get to decide my room. And again, they tried to imply that I don't like their kids or something along those lines. Eventually, both of my sister-in-laws jump in, call me and my husband, basically claiming that we are spoiled, unappreciative babies who are ruining the trip and hurting my mom's feelings. So After that, I snapped. I said to them, I am done with you guys. None of you wanted that floor because you wanted to dump your kids on me without my consent. And that is absolute garbage. And I literally want nothing to do with you guys. They have done this to me historically multiple times. The implication that I am somehow a horrible human being because I don't enjoy being told where I have to go and what rooms I get to pick, as well as putting me at a disadvantage both physically and emotionally, as well as just using me for a babysitter. And then and to have the audacity to imply that I don't love my nieces and nephews in front of them is absolutely crazy to me. Ultimately, my middle brother and his wife said that they would stay on that floor, but commented it was a sacrifice since I was being so immature. But after hearing that, I called their bluff and said, Well, if it's no big deal and I'm overreacting, then why is it a sacrifice? Eventually, I just blocked them. I don't know how to fix the situation and I don't know if I'm willing to. What should I do? With the health conditions that you're dealing with, you should absolutely not have to be somebody's babysitter, all because they want you to and they're trying to force you to. And what that lady was doing was literally manipulation. You got it right. She was trying to imply that you hated her kids and that's why you didn't want to watch them. And the fact that she did that in front of her kids was just really gross. I mean, what a terrible human being. Good for you for standing up for yourself and putting your foot down because otherwise, these people were just going to keep using you. And this is also a good indicator that next time, if you go on a vacation with them, book your own hotel tell these people are just gonna try and pawn their kids off on you every single time because they see you as a free babysitter but hopefully now after you put your foot down they will leave you alone and allow you to enjoy your vacation because nobody should be forced to babysit anybody's kids if they don't want to thanks for watching when you subscribe make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications to finish listening to all the stories use the playlist at the top of the description and the next time you live stream use the cream of the crop music search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.